you would know, champion, that only the President of the United States has the ability to call you on that particular frequency. Could it be? The Crimson Phone? (laughs) It's the trouble alert. And she takes off and she actually flies so quickly that she leaves an afterimage of herself standing next to Motor Colonel Reichshaft, so he continues talking. <laughs> and, and another thing about these retirement benefits in this country is, is it that they start so late. I, I don't understand why I have to continue working for the Legion of Doom. Is it, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, I, I see you nodding. I see you nodding. No, you should. No, the, the, the image fades. So she, you go, ah, shite. <laughs> Ach, scheiße. So, uh, so champion, you actually go into the actual corridor of justice where you have the giant, you know, 20 foot tall b- video screen where again, at the bottom, it's flashing trouble alert, trouble alert. Right. Of course you forget to shut the door cause you're in a rush. So the other heroes and villains could potentially come in and there in front of you is the image of the president himself. Well, champion seems we've got a <laughs> bit of a problem on our hands. Uh, yeah, Mr. President, what 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 seems to be the issue? What's you've used the, the you've used the trouble alert, and that's only for real emergencies. Well, I don't know how to say, but you know the super secret nuclear plant that you saved last week. It's under attack again. Yes, Mr. <laughs> yes, I know the nuclear plant, and <laughs> it's under attack again. But this time. They're not wearing costumes. They don't have powers. They just have guns. And they're shooting people. Half the people there are already dead. Mr. I'm sorry. Mr. President, did you did you say they don't have costumes? And they, they don't have powers? They're just they have They just have guns. They're shooting people. President Reagan, you're telling me that there are men and women there in no costume. Exhibiting no extra human abilities, but simply using guns. She she's just baffled by this. She just she hasn't she's she's spent the last twelve years fighting putzes in pumpkin outfits and Swiss Dutch men in Nazi you know <laughs> paraphernalia. That she's just blown away by the idea of like real criminals like actually performing dangerous crime. Well, That's what I'm saying. Can you save them? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like finally realized that this is her, like, this is the real crime that she's been waiting for. This is, this is her actual chance to do good. Nobody ever sees her blow the meteors out of the sky. They, 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 they're, they're, they're not being caught. So she's, she's getting them pretty close. So people only know her as this, the arch nemesis of Adrena Leonard, they don't. They don't know the true extent of her heroism, uh, but just as she comes to the conclusion, like yes, yes, Mr. President, I can save them. Adrenaline bursts into the room, like comes tumbling, parkouring in through the open doors. <laughs> All right, champion. Now you've done it. I'm here. You're here. Let's have a proper fight. Well, champion, I think you should hurry it up. Ah! Turns out there's also a giant space lizard hatched from the moon attacking Earth, too. Wait, a a space lizard, Mr. President? Um, Could you put the vice president on the line for just a second, Mr. President? (laughs) 
I just, I just have a question. <laughs> so, uh, so he looks kind of confused, which that's not unusual for him. And he, uh, he sort of stumbles off camera and then a, a, a little younger champion. Oh man, shut up. Let this happen. Everyone shut up. <laughs> yeah. Do your best. Do your best. Dana Carvey doing yeah. George H.W. Not going to happen. Michael. Go for it. Thousand points of light. <laughs> So, so she <laughs> This is really happening. That's what Ronnie said. God damn it. I can't do the voice, but that's still bad. That's all right. That's all right. Just do Ronald again. Right? That's fine. Andrew, can you do the voice? R- Ronald uh, over his, I wish he's, I could. he's over the corner. <laughs> Georgie, tell him about the space lizard. <laughs> Like, yes, Mr. President, I, I, I have it. So, yes, yeah, so apparently the moon cracked open. There was a, it was an egg, and there's a giant space lizard rushing towards the Earth. And there's some armed paramilitary forces that are trying to take over a super secret nuclear power plant. We need you to take care of both problems at the same time. I don't know how the three of you can do that. Sean Dean stumbles in and says, maybe Alf can help. He's an alien. Is that you, Mr. President? I think Melissa Mason is standing in the corner. She's been here the whole time. Yeah. And she's just furiously writing the notes and just like, we are going to make a killing. (laughs) I cannot believe She's drawing schematics for giant moon play sets that transform into like the giant lizard. She's like writing down ideas for like the, you know, what kind of, we have so many different kinds of like little plastic guns. This is, oh my God, we are just, oh, we are going to roll in it after this. Meanwhile, the, the after image that's, that's, uh, left is, has Mortar Colonel Reich Shaft just been like, do you ever get the feelings that your costume was, was chosen so that they could repurpose older toys? <laughs> I, I feel like it was cheaper not to re-sculpt. So, so maybe this, this is, this is my existential crisis. I wonder if I was defined by Hasbro. Do, do, does that stem? Does that make sense? Yeah. So of course, Eldrick Knight has been fought to a standstill. Adrenaline has already come in, and First People Leader and Futuretron are, are at a standstill. And everyone is hearing the Vice President tell you that there are two urgent attacks imminent, and there's no way that three heroes could possibly save the Earth. How are you going to manage to do this? The champion says, "If only, if only there was someone." If only I had a, if only there was another me, if only there was someone who was my equal, who could take on one of the tasks. But Mr. Vice President, I just, I just, I can't think of anyone. And Adrenaline Leonard says, oh, I've got an idea. And suddenly he like turns around, he pulls out the champion costume, <laughs> the, the 19, the 1976 Bicentennial <laughs> uh, limited edition champion costume that he, that he ended up, he stole and he he puts on he puts on the mask and he puts on the cape and he says, "I'll fight that space lizard for ya." Oh, geez, he picks a space lizard. But can you survive in space? I I didn't know you had that power. Shut up! Don't call me adrenaline. Call me champion now. Maybe maybe you'd be better at at the nuclear plant. I just maybe you know it's terrestrial. I I don't know. No. Maybe it's just me. Anyway, I'm going to take my uh, wife and the kids home. Be sure they tuck them in. Uh, you guys have fun. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Champion says, first people leader, this is 
This is no time for your ridiculous disguise. His, his eyes uh, get real big, like, what are you talking about? My name's Sean Dean. <laughs> I'm a loving husband and father of three. Shh. Sean, for the love of God, <laughs> send your wife home in your saber and <laughs> get your stupid costume on. We have work to do. Har- Harriet, go, go get the saber. <laughs> the uh, the big the giant video Not screen is now Go starting. It, it's uh it's kind of shrunk in, and there's there's three columns of images, and in the middle it's still the vice president. On the left, it is uh, video footage from the power plant, and you can see these paramilitary troops are moving through with precision. Uh, they are shooting people. They are taking hostages, and they are laying C four bricks. Are they wearing obviously themed costumes? Uh, no, these like 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 not, like not even not not masks, but but like all Soviet costumes or all Russian costumes or German or like no, they're just black power, power paramilitary with with no obvious slogan anywhere. No, like, not at all. It, these are just like Thugs. criminals. Yeah, yeah. And then on the other side, there's a giant space lizard, and it's doing that thing where like <laughs> it will show an image, and it's like just the side of its head, and it's like rushing towards Earth, and then it'll change, and then it'll come back, and it's the same image again, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't ever look like it's actually getting any closer. Before we get any further, can I just say for the fan artists out there that the uh, vice president image we want specifically is Dana Carvey as George W. Bush? <laughs> yes, because please. Not gonna do Dana it. Carvey. <laughs> not. N- not gonna do it. Nah, 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 gonna do it. <laughs> Georgie, tell him about the egg. Not gonna do it. <laughs> Not gonna do it. <clears throat> I tell you, I just like you to do what I'm asking. Uh, yeah. So champion uh, turns, looks at looks at both screens, looks back at the vice president, and says, "We'll take care of it, sir." Uh, so now that we need, yeah. So she turns and says, "All right, who's going with me to stop the nuclear?" Terrorists and who's going with General Leonard? Champion two. Who's going with Champion two to stop the space lizard? Ach, ich, ich, ich geht so the the space lizard. Yeah, yeah. Ich, ich, ich kick the lizard. The, the lizard has gone out and und und I kick. I kick the lizard. Uh, I think as the only person in this company who's actually fought dragons, I think that it's best that I go fight the. Dragon from the moon, which I do not remember putting there. I mean... <laughs> and, and I, says First People Leader, making a dramatic re-entrance uh, back into his replete costume, and I <laughs> will disarm There's those ne'er-do-wells down at the nuclear plant. Oh, oh my god. Colonel Mike Shaft, are you sure you don't want to come to the nuclear plant? Yeah, yeah. I feel uh, like, it, you sure? It, yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of butts you could be cooking down there. Nine. A lot, nine. Of, lot of human butts. Nine. No? That's, 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 is, that's is your uh, dishwashing liquid and you stoke in it. Okay. Perfect. So, I've been thinking that maybe I should also do some helping. You're not going anywhere. Uh, perhaps... <laughs> My uh, friends, could we could uh, get in my uh, my big stretch car outside? Ease up a little, will ya? Alf, thank you so much for saying such nice things about me. <laughs> <laughs> but I really want to be a hero that this country would live on to think about forever. I can't let Deer Hunter be the only thing that I'm popular for. Yeah, yeah, okay. Adrenaline Leonard pulls out the 1979 Arctic Champion outfit and holds it up to Christopher Walken and says, Mr. Walken, I think this might just be your size. 
I think you're right. And he'll take it. <laughs> and then we go to Future Tron already driving towards towards the power plant on treads that were his right, legs. So we have Adrenalinern, Christopher Walken. Oh god damn it. Future Tron and First People Leader are going to fight the the armed gunman. Right. Yes. No, no. no. Yeah. Adrenaline Adrenaline uh, is Space Lizard. Going to fight That's right. Space yes. Lizard. That's, yep. The 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 1976 bicentennial costume comes with a space helmet. Perfect, makes sense. It was only 16 years since we landed on the moon, so <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. So you divide into your teams plus Christopher Walken and and well and and Elf. Uh, Alf. Alf. I mean, he's an alien. We need help in space. Yes. Alf is obviously giving <laughs> yep. us backup. Alf is coming to space. I mean, after First People Leader tries to talk Walken out of it, he's like, Come, my friend, join our forces. Your alien powers will certainly be a good match for our amazing armaments. I couldn't agree more. Okay, so we are go- actually we are going to jump to the combat. So you've divided into your equal forces, again, plus Christopher Walken and Alf, and you have <laughs> r- rushed to the nuclear power plant that is secretly hidden somewhere important. We are going to infiltrate the power plant. This, um, this I'm actually going to give this a an attack value of two, and you need ten successes to complete it. So you have multiple armed men uh, and women, because social justice warriors, uh, with machine guns. There are some hostages, uh, and there are many casualties already. And you know they've laid seed four. They are about to explode this, and this will be worse than Chernobyl. Whoa. Keeping it, keeping it real present. I like that. Okay. Well, I couldn't um, go with Fukushima because that would be, you know. Exactly. Well, that's what that's what Futuretron's worried about. Guys, guys, Chernobyl doesn't happen until nineteen. Yeah, well, that's when that Alf happens. So we're clear. <laughs> Wait, are they related? Alf, Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think there's a connection there. Well, that's when they told you it happened. Okay. Alf, Alf was a cover up for the Chernobyl yes, disaster, like Area Fifty Two. Exactly. Wait, <laughs> All right, so so what is the dice limit for this one? We're going to say six. So Futuretron is actually in the lead on this because he didn't uh, acknowledge that he was going in. He just kind of took off because he knows that uh, from his experience in the distant future of the year 2000 that uh, nuclear holocaust can rake. rake so yeah, you're the one that said it's like it'll be like Chernobyl before right, Chernobyl Right, happens. exactly. Target acquired will be avoiding a Chernobyl incident. So as his treads are speeding along and there's clouds of dust falling behind him, the uh, rocket pods actually retract back into his backpack and his backpack kind of just like gyrates for a minute. And then almost an aircraft carrier platform kind of comes out. And on that aircraft carrier platform is six drones, which no one in the 80s knows what they are. So I'll explain. Um, They are small (laughs) little helicopter like uh, things that are kind of remote controlled by Futuretron. And he launches. Wait, are those aerial vehicles unmanned? They are unmanned. Whoa. Yeah, unmanned aerial vehicles. And he shoots them. But they all have cameras on them, right? Yeah, they all yeah. have GoPros. GoPros. Oh, okay. let me explain GoPros for the 80s audience. GoPros <laughs> are, are <laughs> small cameras that take really good pictures, but they can attach to anything. So people put them on helmets so, and so stuff. 
after after a long explanation from the professor here, the Radio Shack like RC helicopters come out and do something awesome. Yeah, exactly. So they come out and with their their very tiny lasers, they start laying down covering fire and suppressing fire to the first and second wave of um, paramilitary fanatics that are keeping us out from getting into the power plant. So it's almost like living fragment grenades. Definitely six or more. Okay, I'm going to split it to uh, be four to two. So uh, four aggression, four red lasers and two blue lasers. Yes. And uh, I think that's going to be... I think that's going to be you can kiss my luscious uh, alloy posterior. (laughs) Because I'm using all my robot powers. Is it luscious or lustrous? Because those are two very different (laughs) You know what, Andrew? It's both. (laughs) And you're welcome. That's the only that's the only you're, appropriate you're response. Welcome. I uh, passed on everything but one. I I failed on one uh, uh, red laser. Okay, so three successes towards the goal and no defensive wounds nope. to you. Yes. Okay, <clears throat> so your drones do as instructed. They start taking out some of the sentries, and you now have easier access into the facility. So, so champion. Is really excited, inappropriately, inappropriately excited, given the severity of the of the scenario. She runs up. The drones are firing at the at the guys, and she lands smack up in the middle of a group of them. Group of them, and she starts to monologue, and they immediately just unload <laughs> yes. them, their guns on her. And she just like her eyes just light up. Oh my god, this is perfect because I mean, she's bulletproof. <laughs> so the bullets are not doing anything; they're just hitting her and falling directly to the ground. But she's just like, this is so perfect. This is what I've always dreamed it would be. Uh, and so then she just she starts grabbing their guns and bending them and like throwing it, throwing them in the air. And it goes kind of slow motion. And she's like, like the screen gets all fuzzy at the edges and everything gets a little more pastel and light. The, the, the thing. She's just running through this crowd of paramilitary guys and girls, like throwing their guns up like flowers. As you're just beating the hell out of these normie humans <laughs> that have the gall to shoot you with guns. <laughs> I want to make clear that she is not injuring. She's not like, killing them. She's being very careful. She knows her own strength. So she's she's breaking and bringing the guns and then like socking them just slightly harder than a normal human punch in the, in the jaw. So they immediately fall unconscious. Excellent. All right. So that's definitely six. So I'm going to do four red laser, two blue laser. So let's go ahead and get that. And I'm using my, um, I think I'm going to use lead by example um, <laughs> as my, my wushu trait. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and roll four blue lasers, or four red lasers for that one, rather. And then I roll two blue lasers. So I've got uh, one blue laser success and two red laser successes. So I take one, it was uh, two, so I take one stress, right? You take one stress and you guys are halfway through the scenario. Um, so one of the thugs that you're taking out uh, before you can, can actually get him, he's going to hit his thumb buttons and arm some of the C4 that has already been spread out throughout the, the plant. It's not in the core yet, but it will start, start if you guys don't stop it, to have some chains, explosions that could do structural damage and could eventually rupture the core uh, if not taken care of. All right. Perfect. First people leader or Christopher Walken? Who wants to go next? First people leader uh, tromps up to the to the front of the battle and, and begins uh, his own monologuing scene where he says, 
We of the two nations who've come together for the greatness of America and the greatness of the natives of the before America. We've come and and then this this uh like like a hand portable artillery shell explodes next to him and he's just thrown way off and and lands in kind of a heap, <laughs> right? And 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 so the camera comes back into focus as we see kind of his eyes undaze, right? And we can only hear the ringing in his ears and and he kind of looks up and he and he sees the reality of what's going on around him and and he's just like, oh, oh no, I, what's, what's happening? I, I only kept this job to keep my kids through college. It was always so demeaning. What is, this is serious. Someone's going to get hurt. Oh my God, people are getting killed. Why would this happen? This is, the, oh, this uranium was mined by date of land. It was so terrible. I, I need to save it. It's, it's what's left of my people. The the people and and uh, so he will uh, reach out with his arms from from still a prone position and and concentrate on saving the the first first some of the 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 people who are about to get shot right the the random uh, guards and the technicians at the the you know uh, research base and and policemen who have already come you know he kind of uh, pushes them down or trips them real quick before they get shot and then his arms continue to stretch and they reach for the C4 and he starts um you know unplugging wires and and, and pulling it out as his arms stretch further than they ever have up the corridors and around ways and you have no idea how he can see through this apparently he has a very good tactile sense but he's making it work and 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 so uh i'm gonna roll uh six dice placing four of my red lasers against the the uh the side goal of the explosives one red laser against the uh main goal of of the guys by saving people and then only one blue laser because i already got hit by a shell so are your arms getting super thin and spindly and noodle-like as they stretch further they always stay the same width Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm not Plastic Man or Rubber Man, his his alternative counterpart. Okay, my defense failed. Uh, my attack against the the uh, guards failed, but using uh, of the people or of the DNA skill, I uh, got two successes on defusing C4. Excellent. All right, so Christopher Walken. <laughs> Why is Christopher Walken in our initiative <laughs> order? What game are we playing? <laughs> wow, this costume really is doing something for my my uh, physique. I feel so free and powerful. Maybe uh, maybe I should try a wham-boom-pow, you know what I mean? Whoa, hey, just like the Batman. Am I right? <laughs> so uh, Christopher Walken is uh, because we've kind of pished through the first wave. So he's kind of just like dancing weird you know drunk walking through through this combat and he's actually going to come up to a soldier and uh, the soldier's going to pull his ak-47 on him and, and go to shoot him but conveniently he had just run out of ammo because he was trying to unload on my drones so he's gonna go hey uh wow i'm bulletproof now too bing bang pow and he's gonna go in with a left hook but the guy's gonna dodge and conveniently christopher walken's drunk form is actually gonna like slam onto his head and knock the dude out perfect i really hope this just ends the whole scene because i want christopher walken to be the hero (laughs) so is this would you call this this scene the legend of walken master oh i get it i get puns (laughs) 
I like the way Scott uh, just like uh, literally uh, uh, came uh, uh, up from nowhere. I, I know no one will see this. Right. But it was like he rose from the grave to let us all know <laughs> that he understood that fucking joke. Uh. All right, Christopher Walken, roll your six dice. Okay, you know what? He's going to go all attack because fuck it, right? Chris. Yes. Yes. His, whatever his, his whatever you want it to be, walking, Andrew, that's exactly and what it is. Four. <laughs> I think I think four is fair. I think four is fair. You guys are putting too many rules on Wushu. Come on. Uh, wow. Okay, he only failed one. All right. So he does not actually completely succeed. <sighs> oh, but no. I'm going to say that the two uh, stress that he takes takes him out. So he oh, is knocked no. unconscious. I'm living somebody's think... dream right now. Wow. As he goes down, boom. The alcohol really puts him out. So we will go back to the top, uh, but since we did not complete the C4 challenge completely, some of those have gone off, and now the threat of this challenge has gone up to a three, because there are explosions and there's rubble falling towards you, but we're still at a six limit. Uh, We don't have to go in the same order. We just need someone else to go. Champion. I mean, she has super, she super, she has super senses, super speed. She sees what's happening. She can see first people lead her. He's doing, he's rescuing these people. He's not quite fast enough she sees future tron his drones are you know he's he's firing his rockets he's got his firing firing his lasers but it's just it's not quite enough even if he takes all the guys there's there's too many it's not enough she sees christopher walken go down in slow motion you know there's the no it's the slow motion scene where everything is going wrong in the battle nothing is quite going well enough everybody's got their battle damage now like there's dust and debris everywhere. So she looks around in slow motion and she realizes she knows what she has to do. So she takes off, flies into the into the facility, grabbing the C4 as she goes. And when she gets to the middle of the facility, she finds the she finds the uh, brains behind the operation who's gotten in, who's right, who's sabotaging the reactor core. And it's too late. He's already he's already set it in motion. It's too late, champion. Ha ha ha. He laughs in his Vaguely East European, maybe accent. I don't know. I don't know where these guys are from. <laughs> it is too late, champion. You have no time now. Perfect. But she takes him and hurls him like down the straight corridor, and first people leader catches him. So he's everyone's out of the blast radius of the C4. So she takes the C4 under one arm, grabs the reactor core under the other, and just takes off into space, just flies straight up, bursts through the roof. Toward the hatched dragon egg? No, because they're on the other side of the world, remember? Oh, yeah. I wish. I wish. Um, but she flies out into the into the upper atmosphere to get minimum safe distance for the nuclear explosion. And <laughs> it all goes off. The C4 blows. The nuclear, it all goes at the same time. And you just get this shot of her looking at the Earth from this distance. You're like, yes. And then it just goes... <laughs> And you get like the vibration waves of sound. Perfect. I mean, we're going to have you roll for that. That's that's a perfect ending to that scene. And so we will we'll leave the mystery of what happened to Champion as we jump to the other side of the world as the giant space lizard is about to make landfall. And of course, Alf. I'm here. Colonel Reichshaft. <laughs> Adrenaline and the Eldritch Knight are Champion there. Champion 2, mate. Champion, Champion two. 2. Are there to put an end to the giant space lizard. So the giant space lizard has a, has a total account of 12 
eight's the limit, and two is the uh, the danger. Whew. Holy crap, Peroni. Why the situation we've got here? It's a giant space lizard. Hatch from the moon. Fair enough. All right, so who wants to go first? Alf? I don't think so. Moto Colonel Reichshaft? This will require the longest legs for the firmest of kicking. Oh. And I will grow the legs so long you have no idea. So, uh, if, if everyone could, could make a little room, a little space, the, the, the gigantic kicking, it's, it takes up the space. So, so, uh, <clears throat> also, uh, one, uh, two, uh, three, and, and stretch and, and, uh, Colonel Reichshaft's legs grow to stupendous, stupefying length. And they just keep growing and growing. And growing, and, and and the camera follows him, right? There's there's wind and what's left of his whitening hair. He's like, mm, that's a nice day, isn't it? And he's like looking at his Swiss-made watch, like, mm, mm, little cold up here. Yes, yeah, yeah, little cold. And eventually uh, he reaches a place where the air is getting pretty thin. It's hard for him to breathe, right? And he's looking down just this long twin cylinders toward the... Uh, <laughs> The, the, the shape that he can vaguely make out is the giant space lizard that he's grown so much taller than it. And he says, Ah, yeah, und now I give it the boots. And uh, he, with, with one right leg, comes up and then just slams down home straight into the uh, banana hammock of this uh, lizard. So I'm, I'm going to roll uh, all eight as attack and hope that the space lizard is a boy space lizard, not a girl space lizard. <laughs> I mean, either way, it's going to hurt. Well, let's see. We'll, we'll, we'll do two defense because he's already taken one wound and I want him to be in for round two. I'm going to go ahead and apologize to approximately 50% of our listeners for that. Those last few remarks. <laughs> Remember, send all complaints to Michael at therpgacademy.com. Care of, Care of Caleb. Caleb, yep. And, and using his uh, goose step power, that's going to be... Oh, we're supposed to be going low? Yeah. yeah. God damn it. No wonder I've been getting such terrible rolls. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Jeez, look at that. I uh, Well, there goes those three sixes. I got three offensive successes and uh, two defensive successes. All right. Then you take no damage. It does, in fact, seem that this giant space lizard has a gender, and that gender has nards. And that gender has external genitalia that are vulnerable to a swift kicking. Correct from space legs. Even though reptiles don't have external genitalia, I just well, this is a space lizard from the moon. You don't know what its anatomy is. All right. Well, maybe those are its like kidneys. They're just external kidneys between his legs. And then, uh, all right, all right. Who's next? Eldritch Knight, Champion Two, Alf. No, Uh, I think Champion Two can step up and and take this. Take the next. uh, The next role. All right, so so the giant space lizard, well, it uh, it does finally make landfall, but it makes landfall in the fetal position uh, because of where it was kicked. <laughs> so it basically just digs a giant like crater in the earth, and it's starting to stand up out of it as it comes clawing out. And so champion uh, champion two rather is just standing on the lip of this of this impact site, and you get the shot from over his shoulders where you can clearly see he is man-sized, and this giant head and these giant claws just come over the edge of the thing and start, the, the, the giant space lizard from the moon pushes its head and its shoulders up, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it leans down and puts its face right up, right in, you know, within a few feet of him. And, you know, where it opens its mouth and roars, and there's just like saliva and spit. <laughs> coming everywhere and he gets caught in the wind his cape blows back majestically in this hot nasty lizard breath wind 
and then <laughs> and then adrenaline and then I'm sorry and then champion two looks at the giant space lizard from the moon dead in the eye and just he just winds up this one's for F and he punches the giant space lizard in the nose with his normal mortal human fist unfortunately that is the space lizard's weak spot you oh, found it man I knew it. I knew it. And he's got a he's got a second sense for these. One in the nose and one in the crotch. <laughs> that's yeah, he's that's got what two they kidneys. Say. <laughs> I think that was from Rocky, right? They rock one in the nose, one in the crotch. The New Jersey shocker, one in the nose, one in the crotch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has external kidneys between his legs and he has an inter- external nerve cluster on the tip of his nose. All right. So you can roll your eight die, sir. All right, perfect. I'm gonna roll um one and six. I'm going to do one and six. Or one and seven, rather, because math is like that. Uh, so one blue laser. Go big bucks, no whammies. Which I barely pr- succeeded that perfectly, because I went with, I'm the, I went to be the best like no one ever was. So I do take one damage, one stress. Um, and then I use my other seven on full red laser. And one, two, three, four, five. Five uh, red laser successes. So the space lizard... <laughs> rolls back and his hands come up to its nose and there's like a little trickle of blood starts to come out of a nostril and his eyes just really start to tear up. Oh, he just, oh. And then he kind of like does a thing where he's like, oh, oh. And he kind of leans this way. Oh, God, that hurts. Oh, he's rubbing it. Oh, he's kicking the ground. Oh. Now we really need Elder Knight to fuck up so Alf gets the last hit. I couldn't agree more. Here's here's to hoping. (laughs) Brick every die, so, man. So Everyone. as Eldritch Knight flies over, uh, you know, in his floating, wizardy, Doctor Strange-like way, and he lands, this lizard looks just like my pet s'mores. The little lizard that likes to eat marshmallows I keep in my home. Hmm. How would I defeat s'mores if he was approximately 600 the size and came out of the moon? And as he's thinking, he's pulling two wands out of the the sides of his cloak, and he's kind of just like you know swinging them around, and like ropes of magic are like twirling around them, and like words are like f- coming out of the the wands, and one saying like magic missile, and then the other one like crosses that out, and then one of them says like like press the digitation, and then the other one crosses that out, and th- this one says thaumaturgy, and then the other one crosses that out. It's just like a bunch of words going back and forth, and then he just goes. Mm. I know. What would Arthur do? And then he just goes, ah! and just shoots out these all this like rainbow <laughs> magic power, and it just goes right into the lizard's side. And it's just like all these different things of like, it's a fireball, and it's also a tickle, but it's also a spear, and this one's a sword, and this one's actually in the shape of a knight, and this one over here looks like a broomstick, and this one over here is actually a, a female lizard, and this one over here, you know, it's like all these different, f- and then they zoom in on the black, like, hooded shadow, and he just goes, Care Bear, stare. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm going six and two. Six, uh, and... <laughs> and uh and i'm <laughs> and i'm go- obviously going on the original mr wizard failed on one red laser but everything else was a pass hey all right so your energy washes over this space lizard mm-hmm. and the skin of the creature starts to to glow like a white hot 
and then it starts to like almost like peel off. So you think of like almost like a nuclear blast, a nuclear, nuclear, whatever, blast. And then just the skin starts to peel off and then the meat and then there's the skeleton there. And then the skeleton just like turns to dust and the entire space lizard, what it's left, just sort of collapsed down into a giant pile of ash. Does it maybe look like dinosaur bones? Yes, it does in fact look like dinosaur bones. (laughs) What? If only there was a Wow, Rachel, this looks like a new species, says a young Ross Geller somewhere. David David Schwimmer, Who? as a young boy, is just somewhere like, I can feel this has been a disturbance. It's been a stir- disturbance <laughs> been a disturbance in my future. The field. As, as the paleontologist approaches the uh, the corpse, uh, Motor Colonel Reichshaft from his uh, position up on high says, Halt! Hammer Zeit! Hammer Zeit! We're going to cut to where you're with the president and the vice president. All of you are receiving your um, commendations and, and medals for bravery, including Christopher Walken and Alf. However, Champion is not there. And as the president goes by, shakes everyone's hand, gives them their uh, their award. Melissa Mason is there and taking pictures with each one. You all have new costumes on, of course. This is going to be the presidential award version. Right. Uh, it's going to be a very limited edition that, that will come out. And then basically uh, everyone's going to smile into the camera, group photo. And that's the end. Or is it? So, uh, Motor Colonel Reichshaft uh, is no longer Motor Colonel Reichshaft. He's Gary Reichshaft at uh, Reichshaft's <laughs> Dancing Instructors. And uh, so, so the camera pans in, and uh, he's he's teaching uh, young, impressionable, uh, mostly Swiss youth. Uh, you know, some French Swiss, some some Dutch, some some Danes, a, a few. Um, Immigrants from the Middle East, uh, really integrated bunch. Uh, he's he's teaching them how to dance the the Hammerzeit, and and a very young uh, MC Hammer's like, oh, this is a good idea. <laughs> Futuretron actually hit it off really well with um, with Georgie, and um, Georgie pulled him aside after the ceremony and said, you know, Mister Robot. I've been really looking into what you've been doing, and I've just been thinking, maybe you and I should get together and get a Star War going on. You got them lasers, right? You got them lasers. You could defend these United States, so we got it, and you're, and you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. And Futuretron... They, they they look in his eyes and he's nodding, but as the camera pulls into his eyes, you go beyond the, the you know, the outside of his eyes and into his brain and you go into the computer that's in his brain and all it is is just scenes of Ross and Rachel together. It's <laughs> <laughs> just just like engaging in, in love and 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 then as you pull back, it's a comp- it's a screen, you know, a computer screen, and there's like a little Futuretron in like the driver's seat of this big Futuretron, and he's watching it, and just <laughs> soon, <laughs> soon, <laughs> and right, it's just Rembrandt playing in the back, right, like in his head. So Champion Two uh, is now just Champion. He has taken on the mantle of Champion. 
And uh, a lot of what he does is go around to schools and teach, you know, do important special lessons about acceptance and about um, treating other people right and not making assumptions. And talk, he talks about prejudice a lot. But that's what he does during the week. On weekends, he goes out, he does go out and fight crime. Uh, just to be clear, he still has zero powers. People, people saw that shot of him punching the lizard, and that is, what, that is mostly what they saw. Like when, when the newsreels showed the space lizard fight, which was of course the one they favored because space lizard, that's what they see. They see him punching it in the nose. And so he is well-loved by everyone. So well-loved, in fact, that when he goes out to stop crime, the criminals just give it to him. They just <laughs> let him have it. <laughs> yeah, oh, you got me, champion. You got me, champion. And they fall down and pretend to have been got by, by him. And so that's, that's what he does on the weekends is he goes out and fights crime and they just – they just give it to him. Like, all right, it's fine. We'll we'll get them next time. We'll we'll we'll, we'll come back to this bag later and try again. So uh, we see a scene with uh, Melissa Mason talking to Alf. They're in the back of a limousine, and she's talking. Says, "Listen, Alf, you're a hero. People saw how you faced down that space lizard, and we're going to cash in big time. Okay? So I've got some feelers out, and I am sure I can get you your own prime time TV show. When do I start?" Now, it's going to take a while to get everything worked out, but just stay with me. You are going to be a star. Uh, Sean Dean, formerly First Paper Leader, has decided that he does not need to take demeaning work in order to fund his children's education. And so uh, he's he's quit the uh, former Wu Superheroes uh, organization, and uh, he's, he's joined Hands Across America, where he's oh literally God. putting his hands <laughs> all the way across America... <laughs> And using that to raise money for for um, you know halfway houses and children's educations and and all these just wonderful programs that 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 really hands on charities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he can uh, get his hands in there and get his hands dirty and and really uh, yeah yeah he he can he can uh, you know you get a quick glimpse of Motor Colonel Reichshaft taking a break from dancing to give him a leg up you know and and then uh, first people leader is is just uh, you know. It's it, it ends with a bunch of people doing the slow clap for him. That's 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 how that goes. The montage kind of shows the Eldritch Knight standing o- over that crater of the the lizard, and you kind of see him wave his arms, and the moon kind of regrows itself like back into a moon shape. Because if we didn't do that, we would have a whole lot of issues, and he knows that because he's freaking Merlin. So he <laughs> you know regrows the moon, and. Um, as you zoom in on the moon, we zoom out again to like a dark street and you hear like splashing through an alleyway. And then all of a sudden a floating form comes sweeping in and just lands at the edge of the alleyway. And it's purple bedecked, cloaked Eldritch Knight. And he goes, he went this way. Kid Camelot, keep up. And then this kid with this big shield and this sword comes trotting up. Gee golly, Eldritch Knight, I can't keep up with you. You can fly and stuff. That's crazy. Come on, kid. We need to do this together. Because I'm not losing you. <clears throat> I'm not gonna give up on you. And he just kind of floats off the off the ground a little bit and sweeps off into the darkness. And the kid kind of hefts his shield. Then he kind of trots off after him. Vice President Christopher Walken? <gasps> of course, Vice President Christopher Walken. My fellow Americans, I am glad to finally be 
here with you, President Bush has asked me to make a speech for you. So here I am. I'm used to the cameras rolling, but all these people across this vast nation watching me at once is making me nervous. Ha <laughs> uh, I'm not nervous. So we cut to the blackness of space. Because uh, what happens is, is, is it, you actually see Earth, and then it starts panning away and zooming out, and you just see the blackness of space, and the camera's turning. It's not just zooming, it's, it's actually like rotating. And as it rotates all the way around, you see Champion's face, scarred, all on her left side. Her eyes, instead of being like dark brown like they were before, they're now glowing yellow, like a, a rich golden yellow. And uh, and she says, in a uncharacteristically grim voice, I will be the champion <laughs> of the world. And then the Queen song just cuts in. We are the champions. My we keep on fighting. The champions. We are the we champions. Are the and, and Ross the Geller is there and he's like, no, Because we are the champions of the world. <laughs> of the world. <laughs> not not gonna not do it. Gonna do it. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google+, 
at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. <laughs>